Hello friends, how's it going? My name is Matt Barr and you are listening to episode 220 of the Looking Sideways Action Sports Podcast. And yes, it is the by now very traditional and much loved festive special with my old pals and stalwart supporters of Looking Sideways, Tim and Gendel. Yes, we're back with our very own contribution to the Christmas canon, even if this year we did slightly break from tradition by not getting completely blind drunk when we were doing this one, uh, because we did it on Monday the 18th of December in the morning, um, armed with nothing more deadly than cups of tea. Um, But apart from that, it's the usual story. We discussed our highlights of 2023, our hopes for 2024. We did the usual quiz, which again, I lost terribly, spoiler alert. And we generally had a right old time, as we caught up for our annual Yuletide review, something we all very much look forward to and which is always a total pleasure. So as usual, wherever you're checking this one out, enjoy, have a brilliant Christmas, whatever you're doing and whoever you're doing it with. I will be back at the end for the regular housekeeping corner overview of 23. But in the meantime, grab a mince pie, get an eggnog ready, peel some sprouts. Here's me, Tim and Gendel, festive special 23. Enjoy. Recording. Ugh. Say something, Tim. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Yes. How? Well, I'm really quiet compared to you. Can you hear me at all? Yeah, you're fine. I'm not getting any waveforms across the bottom like a like a heartbeat. Oh, we're getting your waveforms. Yeah, you're on there. You're on there. How are we doing, boys? Merry Christmas. Oh, good. Merry Christmas. We mate. wish you a merry Christmas. <laughs> I did some carol singing last night. What round the round the neighbourhood? No, went to my mom's for a beef stroganoff, and uh, uh, I managed to coerce the kids into standing on the doorstep and carol singing. My mom and dad, I went, come on, let's Aww. carol sing. But normally, Lila at that point would be like, eh, "I'm not doing that. That's stupid, you idiot." But she was quite up for it. So, uh, what is what's that? Lila now? Is that fifteen? Fourteen? Fourteen? Yeah. Is that what you sang? Wish you a Merry Christmas. We sang Wish You a Merry yeah. Christmas. But the worst thing was, we kind of did it for my mom and my dad answered the door. So then I said, close the door and go and get mom. And then we upgraded to Jingle Bells for when my mom came mm. back. So we actually did two songs. You wanted Mrs. Claus and you got the Grinch. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so we might, we're going to manage to not get drunk this year, given that it's uh, Monday the 18th at 10am, which is good. Yeah. Because last year we got... Uh, last year we got yeah we got too drunk I think really last year it was like embarrassingly it was I mean you could use the word embarrassingly in it was like three hours long wasn't it I think I I remember (laughs) like staggering out the shed (laughs) I just remember the next day thinking we just talked about everything we talked about the year before I think well that's just that's it's tradition now again what are we gonna do all the same topics again Well, we're gonna do we're gonna do the same the same well not the same quiz but we have got the quiz but let's start with one of the traditional well actually no Tim you got a new job you were just telling me so what's the new what's the new gig oh I've got a new job I am a um, an official voice artiste uh, no I got a job okay if any of the listeners have children they might know of a thing called a Tony box which is like an internet box that you it's just a speaker and you pop onto the top of it 
um, little figurines. So like Toy Story or Jungle Book or Finding Nemo or whatever. You drop these little figures on the top and they've got RFID chips, the same kind of chips you get in your lift pass. And when you drop it on, it plays that thing. So if you drop, say, Mowgli from Jungle Book, it plays an audio book of Jungle Book or, you know, songs and stories and things like this. And I've been employed to do a daily podcast for them. Wow. Welcome to Today with Tonys. I'm that's Tim. A, that's a good gig. Wicked, yeah. It's And it's aimed at my youngest. So Ren and Sonny, who are six and seven, it's kind of aimed at them and, and younger. And it's just daily facts and jokes and fart noises and, you know, stuff like that. Um, they're little seven minute episodes. So we jump on for two days a month and we record 30 episodes and that's the month. And every time kids at home pop their little, it's not a figurine of me, don't worry. Every time they pop their little uh, Tony thing, they just get a daily a daily podcast of me and this girl, Sam, giving them all stats and good. facts. We, we've got one for um, for Gloria for Christmas, Tony's box. They're wicked, they get, aren't they? They're good. There you go. So just if you hadn't heard enough, Tim, you'll be, uh, <laughs> yeah. you'll be getting it piped in every day. <laughs> <laughs> No, where are you going? Is this your new place? Uh, no, this is my um, my wife's parents' house. So we're here until, well, basically until we find a house to rent. We've been here since end of October. Right. But we're here till Christmas and then hopefully renting somewhere. We were meant to see a house today, but now Camilla's going to see it tomorrow instead. And hopefully we'll move the first week of Jan or between Christmas and New Year it's quicker but um no just been here hence all the boxes and stuff behind me and clothes and stuff so we're kind of in a bit of a halfway house with our stuff like all everything's in storage um some stuff's at my parents some's here so it's just yeah we're in that like middle ground of a move which right. is um, god you you're homeless for Christmas and your wife's pregnant. It is like the nativity, isn't it? <laughs> is that what happens in the nativity? Yeah, Which Mary is, and Joseph. Well, yeah. man, she's up the duff, isn't she? Well, you don't, well, you, don't, oh, yeah. well, you, want, you need us to recap the nativity. I was thinking of... I, was thinking, no, I, was thinking of, I thought you meant the Martin Freeman film. You know, like, oh. like, the, like the other way in a manger like, that and all that. No crib for a bed. <laughs> no, I remember that one. I remember the original. I was thinking of the, of the remake, the movie. Right, good movie. Yeah. It is a good Christmas film. Movie. The only thing I can't get around with that movie is they clearly shot it in the middle of the summer when they could use a school that was empty because there were no school kids in it. So all the times that they're outside in their kind of clothes, they're all dressed up in scarves and hats to make it look like it's winter, but it's blazing sunshine. The the, the color in that film, it, it looks like it was shot on like a a home video camera. Like the lighting is so bright. It was on yeah. the other day. We watched a bit of it. And it's it's like it's so like oversaturated and bright. It it's weird for a Christmas movie. It's good. It is funny though. It's good. That's like when the old stories of them recording the Christmas songs, though, isn't it? You know, Slade going in the studio in like the height of June, like in the in the heat wave to record. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how they used to have to do it, wasn't it? To to get it's all the <laughs> to get all the release dates lined up and everything. They'd you know they'd all have to go and do it in a heat wave and uh and get in the christmas spirit all the christmas to, ads to as well like where where i was living in hackney they they shoot a lot of stuff around there in like um in the borough of hackney east london 
And we were walking back from the park like two months ago and we just walked past a house fully Christmased up, Christmas lights, fake snow, and they were just shooting a commercial there. And it's uh, they do it so early in the year. Get it all done. Yeah. They do, don't they? Mm-hmm. So what have you boys been So you've been doing, you've been busy with, it's normally quite a busy, famous first word season for you, isn't it? Busiest, busiest we've ever had, I think, this December, isn't it? It's been pretty flat out. Well, the last two weeks have have been. Um, We just got them. They're all over. So we were in last week, it was London, Leeds, Glasgow, and then it's London, Glasgow this week. And then the week before, there were a couple of london gigs as well so yeah it's it's busy it's good here's the here's the, the plan? Qu- here's the question for you matty we made the, we, we made the, the quiz already well no 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 <laughs> no it was the it was the oh. debate that we had driving back from glasgow because because yeah we've got two identical weeks of going london to glasgow gigs like one in london on the one night and then glasgow the next oh, night oh god which right. is a bit of a mission are you driving it well this is the this is the question so we last week we tim was in Leeds, we split up. I did one in London, so I was coming from London to Glasgow. So I went, uh, I drove up from London to my mom and dad's to Tamworth, left the car, got a train, got in at six o'clock, gig starts at eight. Did it fine, although I had a bit of a hairy moment when one of my train was delayed and then it was looking like I was going to get in about quarter past seven, would have been a bit tight. So we'd booked the exact same trains for for next week. Um. Same plan, same, like leaving Tamworth at one, getting in at six. But we're thinking Thursday before Christmas. Yeah, is, that's danger. It's danger. So we've sacked off the trains. We we got the refund, by the way, Tim. That's good. Um, nice. And then, so, <laughs> so we're... Well, I mean, in itself, no mean feat. Yeah, exactly. Get a, get a refund off them fuckers. So we've, um, <laughs> we've decided to drive... And then the moment I cancelled the transport, are we just mad trying to drive from London to Glasgow on the Thursday before Christmas? Is that, was that us just making the mistake when we should have stuck with the train? What would you have done, Matt? Over to you. I would, I would drive. Yeah. For sure. There's no way I'd be trusting the trains for that, like the week before Christmas. Like, yeah, uh, which correct. is, which is in itself a sorry, a sorry indictment of our uh, it really national is. rail system. But yeah, there's no way. No way. Although you're not driving an electric car, are you? No. No, because you're not making that in one go. But we're driving. No. We're driving my my new Kia Seed, uh, which is got <laughs> wonderful uh, miles per gallon, so it's quite good on fuel economy. Yeah, yeah, you'd a, be a all car right. that John O'Verity described as that's a car with a man that has nothing to prove. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow, now that is a complicit. It is uh, right, <laughs> right there. I was really stoked. So I'm like, come and look at my new car. Come and look at the seed, Jono. And I was like, and he had a he had a walk around it. Yeah, a car. He's like a car from man with nothing to prove, which is true. I've got nothing to <laughs> yeah, prove. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but you're like me, Genji. You learned to drive late. Yeah. Presumably, you weren't bothered about cars. So not at all. You know, so it's like that for me, and I'm guessing probably for you. I, I just do not look at cars like that. They're they're, they're very functional things for me. Mm, like so, I'm always, yeah. I'm always quite, um, you know, and pe- well, the whole the whole concept of like um, displaying your personal identity through your car is is fairly mind blowing to me, really. Mm, um, same. So, yeah. Because um, I got uh, a electric car a couple of years ago, and, and 
Hyundai Ionic 5, which is really flash. And we, yeah, and they're we got Bosch, it. those ones. They're cool. It's well flash. And we and I basically got it as like um a tax dodge, I guess. Like my account was like, you know, you, there's this scheme. You could you're either gonna pay loads of tax or you, you could get an electric car. So I was like, well, I'll get an electric car then. So I went and bought this car, like, which was I think like loads of money. Um, which was in itself a very strange experience for me. Um, but then when I was driving it, people kept looking like staring at it and i was for, for six months i was like what what are they looking at <laughs> why is everyone looking at me how um, flash is it, looks, it is it like a sports it looks car like it's from the future it, they, it's pretty they, flash yeah so a year ago that thing would have looked they did a year ago they looked there's, so far out there mm. there's quite a lot of them around now and yeah. and obviously there's loads of new ones out um but i just found that really odd I, you know that people because people would come up to me and what start it's like having a dog like people come up to you and start having conversation probably having a newborn you know yeah like oh what breed is it not a newborn obviously <laughs> but <laughs> uh, <laughs> um yeah and you know i'd, I'd have to, i'd be having to have like blokey conversations about cars Ooh, which I'm not very what, good at. what plug does it take that kind of chat <laughs> <laughs> oh you get well, there is a, there is, there is a lot of chat like so we drove from uh brighton to clandudno three weeks ago in that car and it took 11 hours um which is not normal because you have to keep charging well it's not even that like we basically went to two service stations and one they were all full people queuing another one none of them worked so anyway, it's boring, but yeah, it's still it's still a bit of a mission. But when you go to charging stations, that's another world of 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 that you never knew existed of mm. chat about like you know you, you joke about like what plug does it take? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of that going on. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would get I would drive petrol car. You know, get there because that is a punchy kind of itinerary anyway isn't it mm. really yeah we're yeah. going to be up early and just blast it in the old apollo seed it's called the tim name yeah. the apollo after apollo seed from the rocky films that's apollo creed <laughs> oh and who's so talk me through the classic tim and gendel car journey then who's driving like who's who's in charge of the music favorite you know what what's the plan how does it work do you want the honest answer? Yeah. Well, yeah. Gendel drives. I sit there in blind panic for three hours. No, <laughs> Tell him about the mirror. Joking. Tell him about the mirror. Oh my god. So okay. <laughs> Gendel and and he won't mind me saying this. Gendel isn't the most confident of drivers, and he got his got his car because he's moved obviously to he's moved to not obviously but he's moved to Nottingham now, so he's up and down the motorway a little bit. And I'll meet him. We've got this little rad little stop. We stop in Crick and we dump one of the cars we're both halfway and then we can speed on down into london together and he got this new car and i um, and we're both insured on each other's cars because if we're doing late night gigs and someone's tired we can drive each other's cars whatever so i said do you want me to drive you went no nah, no nah, i'll drive i'll drive so he started driving and he's he's not the most confident but he's absolutely fine at i'm fast he's, though matt i'm really fast he's I've, yeah I've, I've been in i've been in the car with you and you you, yeah. you did you were a bit you know Accelerator happy, let's say. <laughs> he, he, well, he basically drives like he snowboards, which I always think uh, you've got to be able to separate the two. But he, um, <laughs> he's, uh, he, he, no, he, he, he's fine. He's absolutely fine. Anyway, I keep offering to drive. Do you want me to drive? No, I'll drive. I've got to do it. You know, it's, I'm getting used to it. It's fine. It's fine. 
anyway, he does this thing that when he when he goes when you're driving along forwards and he has to pull into the left hand lane, he'll he'll do this thing where he he looks and then he looks over his shoulder like a double check. But as he yeah, looks, but it's blind it's, it's blind spot check. No, yeah, correct. That's what it absolutely that's what does. Te- that's, that's what, what teacher was taught. Well, it, well, according to the way he was turning left or pulling over to the left, it's quite a big blind spot. I should think. <laughs> he, as a good old yank of the, uh, to, to help his body get around, he yanks the steering wheel, which in turn lurks the car over. So you go in anyway, even if there's something there or not. Anyway, I have a go in his car the next time. And I get in and as I, I go, to, I look in the left-hand mirror there, the, the, the wing mirror, and it's about a four times zoom. You know, like the, you go to like a circus and they've got the, the house of fun with the mirror room and they've got all the different mirrors. <laughs> this one, you look at it and you can see the lorry driver 400 yards behind. You can see his facial hair. It's so zoomed in. And I say, why are you driving that mirror? That's dangerous. You can't, you can't see anything. He went, bloody hell, I'm glad you said that. I've been struggling with that for about three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> when I got, got the cars, like that mirror doesn't seem right. Seems a bit tight. Is this, in the, is this in the seed? In the seed, mate. Yeah. And was it new? Mate. Did you buy it new? I got it. No, it's no, it's used, but it was um, it's pretty new because they've got so. It's they just they just fill them with, just you know they're obviously trying to justify like why cars cost so much money. But it must have so. been replaced with the wrong mirror before. Um, right. So it's I've not got, a tech thing. It's just it's just like a, the wrong mirror. The wrong one. But it's I've got it. I've mirror. got a new one now. I got it fixed, and you're it's a like, bit you're a bit hot again. It's a you whole might need to new pull world. back a little bit. Oh, sorry, it's a whole there new world now. I've got my new mirror. You can see everything. You can um, actually see what you're doing. See what's on my left now. It's really good. Makes, yeah. it makes the driveway more comfortable. Yeah, and who's choosing it's, the music? Who's who's like got the controls of the? Uh, who's on Apple CarPlay? Uh, well, I like to put on podcasts. Gendel likes to chat. Gendel likes radio too. I like six music. <laughs> Tim loves telling Tim loves telling people that he listens to six music. How do you Do you not feel someone... too old for six music these days? Feel too old? No, not yeah. really. Mate, not when Marianne Hobbs is still presenting. She's about 105 years old. <laughs> Have you seen well, a probably, photo of her? She's probably my age, but <laughs> yeah. no, she's well old. Apparently she loves music. I'm not sure if you've noticed that. What? Oh, she loves music. She's, they she's all love it on fan. six music. That's why they like. If you, that, that's why people listen to it, Matt. Because people who listen to six music really love music. Bit, and they, bit and more they should probably they should probably mention it a little bit more yeah, in the in the eye dents yeah. and the and, <laughs> and the clips. Yeah, you know, like how much they fucking love it. Oh know? man. <laughs> Do you know what though? I feel the trouble is if I listen to BBC Radio Two, I feel like I'm succumbing to getting old, and I don't. I'm just trying to stave it off a little. It's bit. It's Slim Pickens Radio Two as well. I mean, it you is, can't just yeah. whack that on in the day. Like, nah. there's not. Well, who are you getting these days? You're getting Jeremy Vine, Jeremy Vine, which is like watching a real. Li- it's like listening to a real life Alan Partridge, <laughs> which is <laughs> not not a good thing. No, no, it is a good thing. I'm surprised. So no, neither of you've got five live on. Is that a bit much? Is that just for the football? No, my so my new favourite actually for driving is the um, John Robbins and Ellis James. Yeah, show. they're very they're very very good then too. Very funny. They're really good. Yeah. So that, that, you kind of feel like they're going to be massive, actually. Like they're already getting bigger, aren't they? Especially Alex yeah. James. He's kind of all over the place, isn't he? But yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're a no, good, they will they're be. A good double act. So we listen to that. But I did think, actually, I was thinking about this the other day, is 
we sit in silence quite a bit, which is quite nice, isn't it? We're quite comfortable, quite comfortable. in each other's silence. But we did the other day when we when we went to London, we didn't have anything on, did we? We had the ra- no. we didn't have any radio, any music. We just chatted the whole way because that's the thing. It, it has actually kind of changed famous first words for us for, for those gigs because Tim used to obviously I was in London and I would just kind of hop on a tube or whatever and get there to the gigs and Tim would be driving every time on his own. And now yeah. we've just got this like little catch up this catch up drive that we can do it's like yeah meeting oh they're great they're yeah, great yeah. those drives though well, when get, you with, with, with an old mate yeah it's a good time it's a good time to have a chat about everything work stuff everything else by the time we're in london for the gig we're all caught up and ready to go we're pretty bored of each we other we slag by so many people off as well oh yeah <laughs> Just, oh, yeah <laughs> if your name comes maybe up you should be car, you come up so uh, often on that of course drive. I do. Jono, of course I do. <laughs> Ed Lee. You should be recording them. Maybe this is the new podcast. Maybe. Yeah, that's actually not a bad shout, that. I did think yeah. about that. The drives. Well, what was the old... Uh... Oh, God, what's he called? Rob uh... Welsh comic. Impress- funny guy. Rob, Rob Ryden. Ryden. He had... Oh, Rob Ryden. What was the show he had where it was in the... Like, he was the cabbie? Oh, um... like. I know, that was great. I know the one you mean, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Marion and Jeff, Marion and Jeff, yeah. That was great. And then Peter Kay had the old carpool thing, didn't he? Yeah. Where it was... Uh... Well, I, I, I mean, I hate to say this, and it's going to sound like I'm lying, but I've actually... My very first podcast I did on my own was called uh, 20 Minutes Inside Tim, and it was me in the car <laughs> chatting 20 minutes as I was driving along. What a weird title, though, isn't it? Yeah, well, I was going to call it like doing, doing the fast lane, and then I realised that was pretty easy. <laughs> Twenty minutes inside Tim. That's, Twenty minutes that's, inside. Sure, Tim. That's, that's the mental image I'm not sure I needed. Um, <laughs> the first one I did, the first pilot, I've got it saved somewhere. But the first pilot, I was um, no, I've heard it. You sent it. You sent it to me. I've heard it. I've listened to it. Oh, did I? And I basically yeah. ended up in a. I ended up in a in a traffic jam. So I had like nothing to really talk about. <laughs> But it's quite a thing, isn't it? You know, comedians with coffee in cars, oh, whatever yeah. it's called. Oh, yeah, his face, did it? Yeah. It's quite a thing, isn't it? You know, the old... People, well. good... people let down their guard in a car. I've recorded quite a few podcasts in a car. In fact, I recorded the very first ever episode with Big Eddie, the classic podcast Gambit, get Big Eddie on for episode one. Um, like, we did we did that in his car. Were you, back driving, in the yeah, just, were you driving or just in it for no, we round? No, we, <laughs> we were in Ispo car park. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the only quiet place we could find in Ispo, his hire car. So, yeah, you know, it, I, I think you should record a few, boys. Get Maybe it. we should. Yeah. You, why did you stop the other one? Just we Weekends just, one. We were just struggling to keep it. Was, we stopped it just before I was going to have, have our first baby. Because it was all getting a bit manic, and we were just waiting. I was like, "I'm just going to chill on this." We we just stopped for a bit, and then we're like, "We'll start again in a, in a couple of months." And then we've talked about it ever since. Um, and we're like, "Well, we'll do one soon. We'll do one. We would do that. We'll do one after that weekend. We'll do one then." And it's just we've just been busy, busier, and I don't know. Just it's hard to fit it in. But that's actually a really good idea. Doing it on those drives. Because we'll definitely do that at least. Well, the thing is, we're not going to do it every week, but we could do one once a month. Mm. Yeah, you should definitely do that. You could just whack, you know, whack a mic up, and uh, and see what happens. 
Mm. There you go. Hold that thought. All right, should we do quiz question number one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've literally only just grabbed these before we came on. I'm running a bit late before. Um, Have you got your sound effects? No, I haven't got any sound effects. Get the sound effects up. Get the sound effects up. Oh no, I haven't got them on this computer. Never, never mind. I've never made mind. the fatal. I've made the fatal mistake of. Uh, I always do go. this with you boys and do multiple choice ones I've to Googled give you more of a chance. Quiz question. I've, I've googled quiz questions twenty three. All right, I'm going to start. Go on. I'm going to start with it with a very easy one for you boys. Who directed the smash hit film Oppenheimer? Gendel. Oh, is that is that seriously your question? That is yes. like, why don't you just give me the point now? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you the is twist it, in the just, tale. It's not the first. I mean, you can't, you can't. No, we both get a point, surely. Do we write right. them down? How do we? No, do you, normally you had the buzzer and you, that was, so you just went, Gendel. Yeah, so say, so say you, your name to answer yeah, it first. Is, Gendel. So Tim, Chris Nolan. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. I get that one. No, Gendel, point. Christopher Nolan. Well, I know him as Chris. Went to school together, didn't we? Yeah. Have you seen it? That is no, the we see, that's talking the big, about this in the car, the weren't twist. we? We haven't, seen, haven't it. seen it yet. That's going to be my Christmas treat. I mean, it's not that festive. <laughs> 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 it's not going to be. It's not going to be the old "Is Die Hard a Christmas Movie" no. um, contender anytime soon. I'd be very interested to see what you both. Actually, I think you'll both really like it because you're film buffs, aren't you? But um. Yeah, I did you, like, say, did you like it? Too fucking long, was three it? and a half yeah, hours long, or whatever it is. Hours. See, that's the, like, been the problem with, with trying to watch it. We were having this chat the other day. It's like by the time you've you've done bath time and ki- and kids bed, and then you come down and make yourself a dinner. It's like you you you're around eight nine o'clock. You're like, I'm not watching a three hour movie now. We had to do it in in two. Um, we did because I, I I physically can't sit through a three hour film like even at home I'm just I just can't do it I'm just like right I'm, I'm bored now did I enjoy it yeah I did enjoy it um yeah I'll, I'll obviously won't say anything else because you haven't seen it but um but yeah Breaking it, Bad have ruined it haven't they it's Breaking Bad what do you mean it's it's well it's long form television that have that have put out these kind of they've been able to make these epic kind of essentially movies spread over 12 episodes that all the movie makers are looking at going, oh, I want my scenes to be a bit longer. I don't want to have to cut it here. I want to... And then they start creeping up in time and time and then you end up with a, well, I mean, a half hour movie. I mean, one thing I will say about Oppenheimer, I was pretty fucking impressed that it got made because it, it is, you know, it's a three and a half hour film about the guy who invented the atomic bomb with, and it is, very highbrow and it is very complicated the way they do it Mm. so for it to a get made and then b be such a massive hit is is pretty impressive really um and goes to show the old clout of nolan these days he can can make whatever well i mean he really did make whatever he fucking wanted there and and more power to him did you hear the chat about nolan and and i'm not being funny i said you tree you can ask my wife no no. no, you can ask my wife. I said this to Camilla years ago that I said if I was going to start the Bond franchise again with the revamp of the Bond franchise, I'd set it in like 
the 60s, 50s, 60s, or the con- like the Connery era again, I'd do that in that backdrop and I'd revamp it that way and start again. Other day, pops up in my story, Christopher Nolan in talks to do the next Bond film and he's thinking of setting it back in the 60s. So do so basically I'm playing, of, I have the same idea like, as Christopher Nolan. That's what I'm saying. But like but like do Doctor No, for example, again and but like with modern sort of production values and not, and so not, on. I don't know. Or I just do I a new story set in that do time. Do a new story set in that time. You know, um what's it called? One night in Soho, the Edgar Wright one. I haven't seen it. Um I haven't seen it. Well that that one is kind of it's got amazing kind of well, it's set in two time zones and all the london stuff where it's set in the 60s is so amazing it looks everyone looks cool in their suits and their and it, it just it just looks stunning and it's like that's where you want to do you want to do that but with bond yeah i think i think that would be amazing and that's what he's gonna do apparently unless it was just absolute um that's cool click, like yeah it nolan, might be clickbait and it might not be nolan but it might be so-called clickbait mm. um nolan nolan doing that yeah that'd be good that What's the be best good. film you've both seen this year? Hmm. Ooh, surprise me! Surprise me in rehearsals, Matt. Not when we're live. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's really tricky. I'll tell you mine. Well, I'll I tell you one mine. of them. Go on. Was it this um, year? Mine was Top Gun. No, that was last year. That was last year. year. Oh. Um, the Ronnie yeah. O'Sullivan doc. Amazing. What's that on? What is that? Oh, is I've that... heard that's amazing. Is that an player. Amazon Prime. Is it? It's uh, it's absolutely brilliant. I really yeah. like the um if we're talking docs, I like the deepest breath. Well that was good. Oh, I haven't seen that. I, I did yeah. see that on Netflix, I think, last night when I was doing the usual twenty minute scroll. scroll. Yeah. To see. Deepest breath's really good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so that's worth really going to annoy me because I know I've seen something good this year and I can't think what it. I've seen loads was. of good things. I just can't remember what they are. I did like Barbie. I thought Barbie was really good. I tell you what, it. I watched um, last night. I started watching the Braun documentary about Braun GP, about how they came into F1 under the circumstances that they did and like wiped the floor. I don't know if you. Oh, is, is that, that is that is that like a. Uh... One of those sort of flash Netflix sporting docs. That's Keanu Reeves, isn't it? Keanu Reeves. Keanu made Reeves. It. I don't know if he's producing it or, but he's definitely presenting in it and hosting in it. Keanu. Because what's they, the one? The access of what is amazing. What's the one on Netflix? They do a series, don't they? Of of Drive kind of sporting things. Oh, I tell you what's really good. Race to Summit. Gertz's film. You know our, our oh, friend yeah, Gertz. I saw that. Yeah, I've seen that. That's good. It's really good, isn't it? Mm, Re- I haven't I, seen really, that yet. really. Watch that. That's on Netflix. That's really worth yeah. watching. Yeah. And I'm going to give honourable mention, which is not a film, but um, I've been talking about this in my newsletter on social media, but I went to see our friend Les Sennon Brown's Rumble in the Jungle show in London. Um, which oh, are, yeah. Do you know about that? It's like yeah, secret yeah. cinema, but with sporting events. Is the best I never, I haven't it. been yet. Is it still going? Is it done? No, it finished last week. It's, oh, it absolutely yeah. blew me away. It, is, it was... It was amazingly good, yeah. Um, and I was, yeah, I was just extremely impressed, really, oh. on every on every level. So it was definitely one of the best things I saw this year. Oh, um, I'm stoked for Les that went well because that's been a big, it's been a big deal, that hasn't it? Yeah, he's been trying to get that off the ground for five years, I think. 
um yeah very very impressive when you know how hard it is to do anything mm. you know let alone something like that so yeah good on it all right boxing good sorry yeah it was it was brilliant it was brilliant yeah like secret cinema obviously you, you've got they show the film don't they or do i've never been but yeah so the way the, the way the, the way this the way this worked was it was in a warehouse in canada water so you went in and you basically went into what was like the training gym and it's all scenes that happened in real life so if you've seen the film uh what's it called when we were kings or once were kings or something yeah which is a documentary about the rumble in the jungle so there's loads of stuff that you would recognize from that and it's all interactive so like the the actors are, are all interacting with the audience so it's all improvised pretty much and then so you have that scene and you go into the, the main room and the main room is basically set up to look like uh kinshasa in the 70s and and it, it like the detail is amazing and then they've got bands playing they've got like the david frost character wandering around interviewing people like like it's just it's just really really well done Mm. and then there's all these different set pieces that you you know that that take place as part of the performance there's probably like four or five of them one of which is the fight one of which is a press conference one of which is uh a concert because there was a big james brown gig at the event as well so they've got like no way so they've got this amazing live act and yeah, it was, and then, and then the fight itself was was brilliant. Yeah, I mean, it's more, it is definitely more like theatre, mm. um, the way they do it. But yeah, it was. I mean, everyone was like, you know, buzzing. Everyone was into it, and well, and, and it, you've got to go into it with an open mind, haven't you? You've got to go in and just be a believer and just cast aside everything and just be really open minded going into it, and that, yeah, that makes it, was, it way better for you anyway, doesn't it? Yeah, it was, it was, it was really good, Defo, Defo. Um, all right, who's up next on the questions? I got it. Are you ready? <laughs> Notice how none of you yeah. mentioned my film that you enjoyed uh, this year. As what was that film? then? Don't worry about it, mate. You've got a whole podcast dedicated to I it. I've, done, I've, I've talked enough about that. <laughs> you have, actually. Um, it's really good, Genda. No, it's brilliant. I loved it. You know I loved it. I, 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 uh, I yeah. know. I'm only joshing. Um, <laughs> joshing. Joshing. All right, Josh. all right, the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't think I've ever from? used that phrase before in my life. I'm only joshing. We said last night. Me and Lucy were saying last night because my mom said over dinner she went, "Oh, every Tom, Dick, and Harry will be there," and we laughed because I haven't heard that saying. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry will be there, but Lucy went, "Wouldn't they need to update that?" But what would it be? So she said it would be every. Ruben, Freya, and Toby, or something, <laughs> and Jack. <laughs> Every yeah, Jack, Freya, and Ruby, or whatever. It would be. Okay, here we go. Uh, Tim's quiz question number one. This year saw the release of a brand new Beatles track. Now and then, put together using AI technology to help separate John Lyr- John's lyrics from some dodgy piano. But how long was Paul McCartney's headline set in minutes at this year's Glastonbury? Ooh. Uh, buzzer, Matt. Go, Matt. Okay, it's a guess. I'm going to say 150 minutes. Gendal, Gendal. I'll give you a guess. I'm going to say 149 minutes. <laughs> That's a shame because, Gendal, you have lost. Oh. Matt is the closest. It was 160 minutes. Oh, damn it. How about that? Two hours forty. Wasn't, wasn't that also last year? Yeah, that was just gone, isn't it? Wasn't Macca was twenty? Wasn't Macca twenty two? Yeah, oh, stop it. Helen John this year, mate. Flipping it. It wasn't. Tell you that on six music, don't they? 
I don't know. You bro, you guys know that because you're listening to Radio 2. Yeah. I'm more cutting edge brand new shit I am. Oh, yeah. Hang on. McCartney. Yeah, Macca was 22, I'm Mate, sure. He, oh, was a, he was ages ago. <laughs> it, and he, because I, mean, I remember it, because he started off with a deep wing set. And I was like, and I like yeah. wings. And I like wings. So I was like, fair play, Macca. Um, in fact, I've got a brilliant um, Wings playlist with McCartney moments by a friend of mine, Russ Porter, who you boys might remember. Oh yeah, um, which is all the all the best Wings stuff. And he so he played a lot of that. So I was I was well into it. But a lot of people left, I think. But then obviously he pulled it out. You know, if you can if you can pull Hey Jude out of the bag, you're always onto a winner, aren't you? Mm, really? Yeah. Yeah, because um, he did the AI thing. Yeah, it was 22 because it was just. Um, the you know the massive documentary they had on Apple TV, whatever it was called, Get Back. They did the they did the AI thing where they had oh they put Lennon. John up on screen, didn't they? And then they did, and they, they they actually managed to do that live, which was pretty yeah. fucking impressive. Yeah. yeah. So, I so do I get the point? Even though you got the year wrong. Yeah, you do get the point. Oh, that's, that. that's rare. I normally don't get any points. It's kind of a good job we're not the, these questions don't have to be current because my next one ain't current, but it is it is music. <laughs> Themed. Oh, okay. Okay. AJ McLean is a member of which boy band? You get two points if you can get it without the multiple choice. I'm going to let you go for two points. I nearly went American Pie, but that's Don McLean, isn't it? Yeah. And that's not um, a boy band. AJ McLean. Tim, go on. Backstreet Boys. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. Is it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, "That's too obvious." The multiple, that. well, That's what I was thinking. the multiple choices were NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, Five, or New Kids on the Block. But it is Backstreet Boys, yeah. I would have known New Kids on the Block. He wasn't a member. Um, not that I could name them all now, but I think if I had the names in front of me, I would probably recognise them. But yeah, the rest of them. For a no. bonus point, Matty, then name two people in NSYNC. Ooh, Tim Blake. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> then you song's pretty good. <laughs> <by the way. laughs> I thought it might go like that. Um, <laughs> no, I, Wahlberg's brother. Mark Wahlberg. No, he's in New Kids. Donnie, he's in New Kids. Oh, Donnie Wahlberg's in New Kids, mate. And Band of Brothers. What a career. Yeah, Donnie's done all right. Yeah. He's good in Band of Brothers. I rewatched that this year. Very good. Also watched The Pacific. Not so good. Do you know what film I did enjoy this year is um, All Quiet on the Western Front. I thought that was amazing. Oh, it's great. It's amazing. The music. That, oh, my God. Oh, the score. It is insane. That's cool. It's <clears throat> chilling. Yeah, love that. Yeah, they, cha- they changed the ending, didn't they? Um, which is very controversial. Mm. But, yeah, it's. I mean, it's just harrowing, that film, isn't yeah. it? Have you seen it, Timo? I haven't, no. It's really good. Also not a festive film. So not a festive one. Don't be tempted. The, the double bill <laughs> like a, of all quite like nice and followed taker. by Oppenheimer. What's the one? Taker? Westenheimer. The one take. Westenheimer. Nineteen. Oh, nineteen fifty-seven. Nineteen forty. Which one? Let me see what? There's oh, it's nineteen seventeen. Nineteen seventeen. Sam Mendes. That's good. That was a good movie. But the thing I is, with that, I had this film. chat. With, I thought I had this chat with you, Tim, or was it with Jono? That that film, it was good. I watched it in the cinema. Loved it. Good. Then forgot about it. Yeah. Because I don't know, like it doesn't stay with me. Like 
like a Saving Private Ryan or a, uh, All Quiet on the Western Front did. Or a Dunkirk. Yeah, Dunkirk. Don't know. Dunkirk's good. As much as the one take thing was amazing, it didn't. I don't know. Well, it was also quite an unusual film, 1917, wasn't it? Because the big names were just cameos, and mm. it and it really did just focus on that one guy who wasn't really. He's not your classic leading person, is he? In that film, like he's, which is obviously the point, you know, to follow somebody who's just a bit of an like an ordinary person so it was structurally it was obviously it was it was quite experimental all in all that film mm. wasn't it mm. um, it was an incredible feat but it didn't stay with me in the same way i don't know yeah it's like the goodfellas shot done through a whole film isn't it mm. basically which is fucking mental i mean the, the fact that they actually could do that is yeah yeah lot of planning <clears throat> yeah um so who's got the points to... i've i've got a point i've got Good. a point was it one all? It's one yeah, all, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Well, technically, one, I did one, say one I did say Tim could have two for getting it for without the multiple choice. I've, hang on, I've got. I said Christopher Nolan as well. Yes, but I said so, Gendel. Yeah. I said Gendel first, so you technically jumped in. you jumped in. Yeah, but we've in got fact, internet lag. We've got internet nah, lag. When you do no. that, if you just say it when someone else said first, technically you should lose a point for that. Let's yes, he's on. got one. Guess <laughs> guess what I did? Guess what I did yesterday? Well, I think Gendel already knows this. Matty, this is more for you. Guess what I did yesterday for the first time ever? Um, obviously, being aged 44, um, hit a milestone yesterday. Had to do something quite out of my comfort zone, but I took the challenge and I did it. I mean, he's never sporty. Guess. That could be anything. What's sporty? Sporty. Yeah. Uh, play with squash. Oh, <laughs> close. I yesterday had to referee my son's under sevens football match. All <laughs> oh, right, so you're in the because that's a hot topic of debate, isn't it? That um, you know, obviously we're all <clears throat> we're all football fans, and yeah. and the argument that's always made about um, professional footballers giving out to referees. And there was an example of that yesterday, in fact, with the old Dallow getting sent off in that Liverpool game. That was ridiculous. That sending off. It was a joke, like sending off. Was... But also, like the the argument is always like, well, you know, those referees are under ten, you know, they're now getting attacked by parents and stuff. So, how how was your experience, Timo? Terrifying. I've refed. It's fucking well scary. It's the worst, isn't it? It's absolutely yeah. the worst. Um, so we went over to um, perhaps not one of the nicest areas in Birmingham, um, Shard End, but yeah and it's it's quite funny because we're, we're new parents this season to that the kids have started playing football and when you go it's a it's a massively there's 60 teams in the league so there's loads of under <laughs> sevens so you, you're traveling all over the place going to loads of different clubs and throughout the season they whittle it down and you end up getting the, the teams that are always winning get put together the teams that are always losing get put together so it kind of evens itself out towards the end of the season but basically yeah, when when you go into some of these rough areas, you're walking past signs that go, remember, it's just a game. Remember their right. kids. Yeah. Don't abuse the referee. He's human too. And it's it's pretty scary. But actually, yesterday was um, was all right. The moms and dads were, weren't too bad. But I've been at games where you can hear some, like, you know, basically a lot of shit getting Well, that in Turkey, that, that referee got, got attacked, in the didn't face. he? By the, by the president pr- of the by football the, club. 
yeah, I mean, what on earth? That is... Last yeah. week, Sonny's football team were 9-0 up or something. And I'm filming. It's football is amazing. Clip. Yeah, and you can hear the coach of the other team at one point just shout, just slide tackle him. Just slide tackle him. <laughs> you think, oh my God. Take his legs. Seven. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, it was, uh, I'd say quite an uneventful game, but uh, Sonny's team won 4-3. Penalties Sonny for score? both teams. Sonny didn't score, no. Penalties for both teams. Uh, so I, I gave both teams a penalty for handball in the box. Um, but the funny thing, the, the best takeout was that at seven o'clock last night, Ren and Sonny, as I'm um, trying to get them to brush their teeth, are still calling me ref. Dad's out the window. It's just ref. The second uh, on, penalty mate. that you gave... Was that he a even bit, he, was that even it out a bit because you'd give yeah. him on the other end or was it like the classic like we skip well he's remembering that one he gave earlier mm. yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> it was a free yes, kick is the it answer. was a free kick the wall was in the middle of the penalty area and the ball the lad on from kind of Sonny's team kicked the ball and it went towards the wall and he jumped and put his hands up to kind of protect his face was his arm in an unnatural position Tim. Um, it was in an unnatural way. Well, he deserves everything he gets. Exactly. The one before that I gave against Sonny's team, in hindsight, was more ball to hand than handball. So Mm. that one probably shouldn't have given. Evened it out. There you go. Evened it out, mate. Evened it out. Yeah, I I found when I I ref before, that the weirdest thing when when you ref is throw-ins. I can never, like... Yeah, work out. Well, you realize off. You realize when you, you realize play- how they get it wrong. Well, yeah, how you get it wrong. But when you're playing, every decision you're like, no, that came off them. That came off us. Came you, you, you know. But when you're a ref, weirdly, it's just you're like, oh, I don't know, I, I don't know who it came <laughs> off. It's weird. It, it, I found it really hard for some reason. I was like, when, when I'm in the game, that's really easy to see. Was this refing at um, one at our football tournament when you? Yeah, did it? I think at that one, and then I done it. I done it somewhere else as well. But I always found that the hardest thing. Well, everyone's everyone's super hungover at that thing as well, aren't they? So whenever I've mm. ended up refing at that, I've been fairly hungover and quite blasé about some of the decisions that I've made. If yeah. I'm being honest, um, but yeah, I've got no idea that you ever refed a football game. It's the it, that's the last place I can ever envisage you is refing a football game. Yeah, but this tor- this tournament is, you know, rule number one: don't be a dick. So it's yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of it, it's it's quite chilled, really. And if anyone complains, they get sent off. Well, I sent Hamish Duncan off dinner as uh, did you? Well, as his team captain, because <laughs> 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 he started giving one of our players shit, and I just was like, just fuck off, like you know, like we're not we're not doing that. Get off. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's on again this year again. I'll just leave that there. Yeah, when is it again? What date it's is early, it? It's early June. It's actually over my birthday. It's uh, the weekend of June the 8th. I'm really keen for that this year. I yeah, might be. I love the last one. It yeah, it's great. I might be in France, so I might not be able to make it. So you might have to step up to the, the captaincy berth. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, let's do another traditional question of this annual tradition now. Um, moment of the year for both of you. Um, moment of the year. I mean, 
goes without saying when I found out I was having another child, that would probably be be up there. Yeah. But um, that's 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 kind of was very special. And obviously got a got a little boy coming in March. So I mean I, yeah, I'll, obviously I can't really top that this year. Um so that would be me. I hosted the ski show in October. Um, <laughs> you and everyone else, by the looks of it, <laughs> mate. Free fall. No, I did. A, I did a quiz there. Don't know. Um, moment of the year. God, it's big, isn't it? Um, sunny fun, isn't last last week. Sunny. In all fairness, he'll never listen to this. He is rubbish <laughs> at football. He's absolutely <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> But it's not a chore. It's not a chore to get him. If I ask my kids to do anything, it's like I talk to them in a different language. They ignore me. Get you, Put your shoes on. Get your school bag. Brush your teeth. Go to bed. Don't play with that. Whatever it is, they ignore me until I ask them about 93 times. But with football, if it's go to the game, get your, get where's your football shin pads, whatever it is, they're like, yeah, go. They're mad for it. So... Although they're, well, Sonny especially isn't very good. He absolutely loves it, which is what it's all about. And that's fine because there's no chore to get him to go and do it. But last week when they did win, well, they won 10-1 in the end. He had an amazing game and he really loved it. And he played brilliantly and it just clicked for him. And so, bit cliche, but that might be moment of the year for me because I came off, I was really proud. And he won man of the match. And I kind of had to swallow really hard when he came up to me at the end to show me the trophy. I was like, mm, "Well Aww. done, mate! That's brilliant." Yeah. So uh, that's a good, yeah. that's a good one. The, that is a good one. The only other one I can think of, because we never, talk, we generally don't stay on the action sports theme much. But one for me, we went to Sri Lanka in January um, to go surfing, and we were we were at a place called Hirakatea, and we had Gloria with us, our daughter. So we, me and Camilla would take it in turns surfing and you could literally sit on the lounger. One of us would have Gloria and we take it in turns surfing and Camilla had surfed a bit before and she liked it, but I knew it. I knew it. Ha- she hadn't got like the full bug yet. She caught a few waves, but it hasn't, you, you know, when surfing just gets you when it clicks and then one Tim day does. and I was, yeah, Tim loves it. Absolutely loves just it. Just a bit when I'm in that blue room. Can't stop it. <laughs> um, but she went out. She went out one day, like towards the end of the trip, and I just watched because you could see so well, just little ways, long waterways, and she just, she just got the pop up and the, and the timing of paddling, in this one session, and she got about, I reckon, about twenty waves in a row, and just oh, getting, getting them. And she came in, and I've never seen her look so elated and like, it, it, it was that moment when she'd like, it had clicked properly, and was like buzzing from it and i was like that is that was a really cool thing to, to watch and then you're kind of like yeah she gets it now like as much as she liked it before she like loved it after that so that we well, got a proper you got a proper wave and it's um <clears throat> it is it is different than getting your white war in it so yeah well that's know. it it's the it's the difference and it's it's the difference of paddling for 10 waves but because your technique's not quite there and missing them and missing them and missing them and not knowing what you're doing wrong to suddenly going oh i know what i'm doing wrong every time and it's this and i'm not doing it and and then she could get them every time 
And I was like, that was wicked. That was really good to see the stoke. That's a good one. That's a it good also one. means you're able to nag <laughs> on surf holidays every exactly. year. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Every, I own the prize. Everybody wins. You going back to Sri Lanka? Not this year. We're, get, we're, we're aiming to go next January, I think. The plan. And have you both been snowboarding this last year? Only, yeah. yeah, with the Here Hold My Kid film. Oh, of course. You said it was um, your best year I've riding ever, didn't more you? more snowboarding this year than I have in 10 years, yeah. But, um, no, it was wicked. You've been away a bit, Tim, man. Did you, did yeah, did I you... went to Scotland for a, a day. Yeah, it was epic. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I went love, in I... December. I went I... last December and had an amazing day splitboard. I think we spoke about it, didn't we? I went splitboarding last season and then... Um, yeah, yeah. And then in March, it's the British Snowboard Championships, which was oh, yeah, a right you, laugh. In, in Aviemore, how was it? It was incredible. Yeah. I won. I won the first placed Englishman over the age of 40. Nice. Th- third third, in with everybody there. Because Scott had that. First Englishman. Did Scott have that? He had that great shot, didn't he, But Morris? Yeah. yeah. Well, like Scott a backside five or something. Like, but backside like, seven. Yeah, like, seven. but like, pro- proper sick. What it like? He looks like, the same. He snow was the same as he did ten years ago. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, he was always he was always a talent, wasn't he? But that was he, brilliant. He was Love that because he and he wanted like oh, I haven't really ridden in like five years. <laughs> yeah, but I'd argue he's fitter and healthier than he's ever been because of his uh, working out and his CrossFit. Hey, he's Muscle a machine. Memory, it? Yeah, he's a machine. That boy. No, yeah, so it was. It. So it was good at in Aviemore, was it? What was yeah? What it was, was it really like? good was actually. It, was, it, was, it, was it an old school throwback? <clears throat> Proper old school throwback. All of the British ski and snowboard industry up there in the winking owl on the nights, drinking long and hard, and then snowboarding the next day up on the mountain. Which actually, as well, weather wise, wasn't too bad. There wasn't any wind, which was good. A little bit of rain, um, bit of snow higher up, and actually, shout out to um, the Cairngorms who'd done an amazing job of of keeping the snow around so there wasn't any snow lower down but at the top there was enough and they'd built a jump and we were sending it off the jump and the, the little bank slalom course was amazing what were you, really, what were you really sending really off the jump straight air like, <laughs> <laughs> throwing my hands around in wild panic as i tried to keep up with scott mcmorris um brilliant it was really good really really good fun what's, um, what's yours matty what's your highlight yeah, what's your highlight? Highlight of the year. Um, well, I mean, my year's been fairly dominated by this house we bought in France. Um, so that's been that's been really great. Um, watching Alima sort of plan and boss that has been pretty awe-inspiring because it, it's a real, it's a fucking mission that, like, it is going to take us, you know, well, I, I doubt it'll ever be finished. Really, like yeah. it's, it's <laughs> that's a... the spirit. <laughs> well, I had it. No, it's not that. Like it's, uh, we were out. So we're we're we've spent probably five months out there this year, and it's in Normandy. And Alima's parents live quite close, so we've spent loads of time since we've been together going to visit them. And basically, that's one reason why we bought there, but also because it was just kind of affordable, like Mm. to buy. It's like an acre of land in a 200 year old farmhouse. But when I say far, actually, that's not, that's overplaying. It's a barn, like it's 200 year old barn that's got like a couple of extensions on. And um, it's just, it's just like 
the only way we'd ever be able to do something like that for the money because it's just mm. ridiculously cheap. So anyway, that's partly why we did it. But because of Lima's parents are over there, like they're like really quite plugged into this expat community, um, which is cool. Like firstly, because they all think they all call us the youngsters because they're all in their sixties <laughs> and seventies. Um, and they, and you know, they've all done what we're trying to do. Everyone out there, yeah. you know, mm. they, they've all got over there in their mid fifties or, or early sixties and, and bought a place and they've spent like 10 years doing it. Or anyway, so big part of the conversations i spoke to this woman one night at the bar because they have these it's classic expat life they have like a bar night at someone's place every wednesday everyone goes there gets pissed drink drives home um and i said to this woman like when oh when did you finish yours and she was like it'll never be finished you do know that right and i was like oh yeah oh. okay i saw and she said like yeah you probably want to start you probably don't want to think of it like that, you know, because if you think of it as with that in mind, you'll probably get quite stressed. Whereas if yeah. you think of it as, as like an ongoing journey, then it's, it's much more enjoyable. And that was actually really good advice for me because I have been really out of my comfort zone with the whole thing. Mm. Not even really out of my comfort zone. I just haven't got a fucking clue what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and it's been really interesting this year realizing how much of a fuckwit i actually am like when it comes to not even Come on, you're not, not even bad. not even like i'm not even talking i'm not saying that as like i just don't know how anything works you know i grew up in a city and like i'm not even talking about diy i'm not even talking about like how to do things around the house which would obviously be pretty handy transferable skills we try to do up this place but you know just how basic stuff works that when you live in a city you just take completely for granted mm. because you don't have to think about it so understanding that has been quite sobering and also you know great because i've been learning a shitload um so that's been that's been great um yeah. slightly overwhelming at points um because of how much of a mission it is but but yeah it's been it's been brilliant um, and then I've been working on this big work project, this documentary that I'm making, um, like an audio documentary, which I've been doing all year. And that's been cool. It's been hard. Whoa, and... whoa, whoa. Slow down, what, Leslie. What stage what is that audio, What audio documentary? I haven't heard this. What are you doing? Uh, well, I, so I'm, Patagonia have commissioned me to make a documentary series about them giving away their company so they I, I don't know if you remember that like oh, I, I have heard about this actually now you said it yeah go on. yeah i've talked about it a little bit i've tried not to talk yeah. about it too much because obviously you know people talking about things they haven't finished is a bit dull isn't it um mm. <laughs> um so but yeah like it it, it was pretty it was a bit of a dream brief in a lot of ways because they they just were like we've we finished type two the document the, the the series that i had with them for about four years so about a year ago we were like okay that's run its course which we both felt you know both like yeah fair enough been doing that for a while and they and they were they were like do you want to do something else and i've talked i've definitely talked about this on these conversations with with you boys like i have always i have wanted to make a more involved audio documentary for quite a few years now like one idea that i had for a while which i nearly got off the ground was to do something about like iconic (laughs) everyone hates that word um action sports moments so i was gonna do one on robot food 
um mm. you know like how they made it you know like like a kind of like classic yeah. albums sort of format and i just never got around to it mainly because it's i didn't have any money and it was obviously like a bit of a mission to fit in so when this came along and they were like what do you want to do i was like oh i really want to make a documentary and they and they said you got any ideas i was like no <laughs> so they were they were kind of cool they were like well just when you come up with something um let us know and we'll we'll work on it so that i went to ventura in february to go to their hq and spent a week there and interviewed loads of people and just did a load of research and then I, when i came back i thought oh yeah i could make it about about them giving the company away so since then that's what i've been working on um and they haven't given me they gave they've been i mean really quite fortunate because they gave me no deadline firstly and they didn't really give me any they just were like just crack on and keep us posted um so i've been doing that most of the year on the Mm. side um and that's actually getting somewhere now like i've recorded the first episode and it's with a mate of mine who's doing the soundtrack uh he's like a film and music a film and tv composer so i'm pretty hyped about that like seeing what he comes back with and then i've just I just took two weeks off from looking sideways and ACM, which ends today actually, um, to to work on it. So I wrote the second episode in the last couple of weeks, and then I've been doing loads of interviews for the third episode. I actually did one this morning at eight o'clock with somebody um, who's going to be in the third episode. So I'm just quite glad that I've made progress on that. Oh, so I'm pretty because nice. because it because it was at various points extremely daunting how long are the x um the first one's 45 minutes Mm -hmm. the second one i imagine is probably gonna be about an hour um although i might cut it down i've just got to add some more audio in and then i I haven't started writing the third one but i'll probably aim for like maximum an hour Mm. i reckon and how many apps will it be and at the minute three i think nice yeah um Ooh, a little release, probably like, date? release date no no i haven't haven't got that far yet i mean i think i've tried to approach it as they've paid for it but i've tried to obviously approach it as a standalone piece of journalism so i'm imagining there might be a few back and forths editorially yeah. once mm. once they once they see it so we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. see we'll see how that goes um but i imagine it's probably like the same for you with your film gend i mean that was obviously like a fucking massive project that i imagine at various mm. points you were you were quite in the weeds of and and quite do- a bit like fucking hell are we ever going to finish this you know it's yeah like, it looked it looked like it really pushed you that as was well. the thing that took took the longest time i mean we set ourselves a deadline to get the first cut of it done in june i think we we set out like from the moment we finished filming we were like we have we've got to get a first cut on like the 20th something like the 25th of june or something which gave us a few months and then after that it was the back and forth and the changes and the tweaks and the that was what that took months and months and months to finalize and and all like the you know the post-production music and music and effects and grading and all that so that's the stuff that takes time so i guess the mo yeah the moment you start feeding it back to people in it and getting feedback and getting notes it's gonna that's when the time's gonna really like go on i guess yeah. but it depends depends on what they they might just be stoked and like yep yeah, cool 
Well, I hope so. Because, I mean, I think for them to put it out, as I envisage it, would be like pretty forward thinking, you know, like to as a, as a bit of like Connie, bit of content. Mm. <laughs> like, um, but what yeah, we'll just what they did, wasn't it? Like, yeah so it's been it's been really interesting sort of sort of looking and in, looking into all that really and then like i'm a bit of a i've sort of convinced myself over the years that i can only work if like the house is really tidy and i get up early and mm. i think like all people that have to do creative things you have a, you have a bit of a perfect idea in your head about like the situation you need to be in to, yeah. to do the work i certainly do anyway like as I i've do, learned I over really the years do, yeah. and Doing episode one in a building site in France is definitely not part of that um, mm. that setup. So I, 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 I to, the fact I actually did that, I actually parked my bullshit and was a bit like, I just need to sort of get this done. Actually, do you, do you so, still have that now? Because I've, <clears throat> I, I've totally were the same. It's like I'll start working when everything's done, and that you you can't do that, and you can't do it. It's impossible. That's like go. That's like the it will never be done because it will never be done. You've got to like separate work time and, and chores. Yeah, ex- ex- exactly. To, so that, right, well, no, I mean, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just prevar- prevaricating, isn't it? It's just putting it off ultimately. You know, it's like, exactly. If I've got, a, if I've got a massive project to do, then the cupboards are getting cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the thing is, you know, the, can- the canal's never been so clean. No. <laughs> It just stresses you out more, and then you're not happy when the cupboards are clean anyway, because that's hovering over you. Yeah. So, and and yeah. and it is. I mean, there's an entire industry based around this stuff, isn't there? Of um, of like how how you break out of that to just get shit done. So, um, you know, there's nothing like an incredibly not that they gave me a deadline, but obviously them committing money and time and, and mm. trust is is a fairly punchy motivator for that yeah. to be like actually i just need to to do this so so i was kind of about that but yeah like like i say watching a lima on the france thing is has been pretty extraordinary really because she's uh she's definitely got a vision is Let's she see. loving it or is it does she find it a chore well i think she understands the reality of it so i think she's yeah. way more stressed than me you know i'm 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 like oh this is cool we get to go and hang out in france and i get to pre- to, to pretend to know what yeah, I'm doing when, for a few are we weeks. we putting the kitchen cupboards in? <laughs> so I think I think she carries. Well, she definitely carries much more real stress, mm. you know, um, on it. But um, but she's for her, it's like yeah, the culmination of all the ideas she's ever had and and the opportunity to do it really. So yeah, um, I think I dare say she'll enjoy it at some point. Yeah, nice. you were nearly our first visitor, Timo, weren't you? I nearly was, yeah. yeah. Didn't quite Enjoy. work out. Didn't quite work out. Yeah. Next summer, we'll be over. Love yeah, France. Man. I'm moving to France when I get old and got loads of money. That'll never happen. <laughs> the getting loads Wait, of we... money. The getting old will happen, but the getting Which bit of France would you move to? The Alps? Um, any. No, any. Love it. Love the way of life. Love the roads. Love the fact they don't have big curbs everywhere. I love... <laughs> the street lights i like the, the directness <laughs> of the french love a baguette don't you love a baguette love a baguette love the food love all the food love the, the marseillaise love that they've got they've got a beach 
because you know I'm into my surfing. They've got a beach. They've got good skate parks everywhere. We went to this tiny little town, right? Where was it? Uh, last summer. This was went. Okay, long story short. I'll try and do it short. Went and worked at the cycling world champs in Scotland, and I knew that I was going on holiday back to Scotland on holiday in the van with the with the four hundred and fifty five children the week after. And money's a bit tight, so we're thinking, we'll just go, we'll staycation, you know, fine, cheaply, we'll go in the van, camp, fine, Scotland, brilliant. Got up there, glorious, first half of the week, beautiful, thought this is going to be brilliant next week up here in the van, can't wait, absolutely, (laughs) Glasgow was electric, felt the buzz of the city, thought, can't wait to go north of Loch Lomond, this is going to be the best summer holiday the kids have ever had. Then it started to rain, then it started to rain biblically, and then... um, I met up with, uh, have you ever had, do you, well, Danny McCaskill. I was going to say, have you ever had him on the podcast? Friend of your yeah. podcast. Um, yeah. So Danny, met up with Danny and we were chatting. Oh, how's it going? Da, da, da. And I said, oh, I'm actually, I said, I'm next week I'm coming up with the van. A uh, bit of a trip around Scotland, bringing the kids, 10 days, summer holiday. He went, that's brilliant. He went, come to mine. You can park on the drive, plug the van in, you know, a bit of electric. I said, this is a great. And he's, Final comment was, I hope you're okay with midges. I knew I knew the M word was coming. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> and I went, Oh, oh, and I went, Really? Are they are they bad? He went, I've been a bit bad this year, mate. Oh, I thought, <laughs> oh God. If that's Danny McCaskill from the Isle of Sky saying the midges are bad, they must be awful this year. So as I was hot-footing it down the road back from the World Champs in the car, it was raining sideways. It was awful, and I, I was wet. My clothes were wet. I couldn't get the car to demist. So I phoned up Lucy. I'm like, we're going to France. <laughs> we're going to pull the ripcord on Scotland. We're going to France. And that's what well, we don't, did. Yeah, don't they say June to September is is out, basically? Pretty for much. Yeah. 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 You don't want them. The kid, I can't imagine the kids are going to run and sunny are going to be that down with the, the no, midges. And also the van, the, you know, the, keeping the van door closed to stop the mosquitoes is, is the worst at the best of times, but never mind trying to keep the midges out. Plus drying all the wet clothes in the van. And so anyway, we went to France and it was amazing. And we went to Where'd you go? the Vendée um, on the West coast. Uh, I can't quite remember the name of the place, but it was very French, not many British really nice loads of dutch um they love it down there and anyway the reason i say this story is because we pulled into this tiny little french town um and the world's best skate park you've ever seen in your life so they have like amazing skate parks everywhere you go and just really cool stuff to do and it's safe for the kids cycling so anyway i'm moving to france yeah well come stay come stay with us yeah Yeah, they i mean we we've been like you can imagine me and Lima turning up in this little French farming village. <laughs> they've definitely been like, who the fuck are these two? But they've been, um, yeah, they've been so welcoming all the locals. It's been, you know, they, they, none of them speak English. My French is terrible. Um, I did have to have a conversation with the mayor the other week, well, the other month about um, drainage ditches and flooding <laughs> and, and culverts. <laughs> Which was, uh, which definitely challenged uh, my. Qu'est-ce que c'est on? But they they they've been brilliant. They've been 
they've been very much like, wow, well, two random English people and their dog have moved in, but let's uh, let's help them out. So yeah, Amazing. open invite, open invite. I can't wait yeah. to come and see it, mate. It's gonna be cool. Yeah, well, it's uh, it went. Yeah, I mean, I saw Chris, our mutual friend Chris, around the other night, and. Obviously, he's done an amazing job with his place in the Alps, and he's in that sweet spot now where he can just like really enjoy it. You know, mm. he's just got he's got it as he wants it, and he and he, he always built that place because he wanted loads of visitors. You know, ultimately, so he's got yeah. open door policy, and that was quite that was nice and motivating, like to see that. And he also gave me some great advice, Chris. Like he he was just like, just you got to just take it as yearly projects. You know, you mm. just you got to see it. Like, just think about what you're gonna, what your goals are for that year, and just just focus on that. And then he's like, you know, and then four or five years goes past, and you you know you've made real progress. And again, that was really helpful, mm. like for me. Just just people more experienced, isn't it, to help you navigate these things and realize um, that life's got to go on. You still got to do other stuff. You can't just be like, you know, I can't you've got to focus on getting your house done before you can like focus on work. You, you can't, you got to keep, keep. Well, I need to work. To, I need to work to pay for it. So, yeah, exactly. Um, so that'll be, yeah, probably be working. Well, I'll be working for the rest of my life, whatever happens, but um, yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. yeah. What is the most streamed song of 2023? Ooh, Tim. Timo. It's definitely going to be um, the Barbie song by Dua Lipa. Maybe you can find me under the lights. Gendal. Gendo. Is it a Taylor Swift song? No. Is it that Beatles song? No. No. That's too... Hmm. Is it a bit of a trick question, this? Give us a clue. Um, How's it a trick question? It's she's a famous. Da- she's a famous daughter. Mm. Oh, Miley Cyrus. Yes, correct. Flowers. Flowers. Correct. I'll, I'll half, get half, half a point. For half, the half, a, half a point each. <laughs> <laughs> Go on then, Timo. Do your next one. Is, is flowers in the uh, famous first words repertoire? It is actually, but it's, it you, is, it's yeah. in the it's in the final round because it's a super quickie, which means the lyrics come in under five seconds. The lyrics actually begin at about three seconds on that song. Mm. So it's only in the final round, but a girl did win a few months ago with it. Absolutely smashed it. Yeah. It's a good track. We also do sweet female attitude flowers in the main show. Um, I'll bring you flowers, flowers in it's more our era. Definitely more our era. Okay, quiz question number two from Tim Warwood. The 2023 FA Cup final was an all Manchester affair with both sides of the UK's third city going for honours at Wembley. Manchester United <laughs> lost the game 2 1. But what time? Was man of the match Manchester City's Ilke Gundogan officially given for his fastest ever FA Cup final goal? Oh, Matt, go. Three minutes. It was earlier than that, wasn't it? I. Gendel. One and a half minutes. Gendel wins that one. Yes. For being closer. 
Lads, it was 12 seconds. Was it that quick? United conceded after 12 seconds. I didn't watch that game because we were doing the rugby, the Red Bull rugby event, remember? Were uh, we? I, I yeah, watched it. That was that day. And I was, really, I was kind of checking the score every now and then and I was like, mm. yeah. I'm still yeah. watching them all. Yeah, enough said. Yeah. <laughs> well, point to that me. Was a good, that was a good one. 12 seconds. That's mad, isn't it? That's the fastest ever FA Cup final goal. Not the fastest ever FA Cup goal, mm. but the fastest ever FA Cup final goal. Gendo, you got a question? All right. Fastest buzzer for this one. Which Ninja Turtle wears the blue mask? Tim. <laughs> Go on. Got to be quicker. Leonardo. It's correct. Oh man, I'm getting this. This always happens. I always get, <laughs> I always get um, caned in the quiz. Um, I went topical though. You well, see, I just exactly. Me and Matt go the year, the year in question. Gendel's going what, teenage from, mutant ninja from, turtle. Well, I'm sorry, what? there was a new teenage mutant ninja turtle movie out this year, so it's pretty topical. So put it in your question. Put it in your question. <laughs> Apart from the old McCartney at Glasgow. <laughs> Yeah, all right. I think you'll find I started that question what with this year saw the release <laughs> yeah. of a brand new Beatles track. <laughs> yeah, fair. Fair. Fair enough. Um I did so though, what... think that McCartney had performed at this year's Glastone. Well, so that's what happens. Up. That's what happens when you get older. Time speeds up, doesn't <laughs> it's it? It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how quickly it speeds up. Yeah. It, and that is, I I'm convinced that's the thing. I mean, I know that I'm talking ultimately talking bollocks but it, it it does seem to be a thing that it goes quicker the less of it there is which is a yeah. problem for sure <laughs> that greater minds of, than ours have grappled with <laughs> but i support them with that grappling that's all i'm saying yeah um so 24 what's 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 the hopes what's the ambitions what's the resolutions for 24 gendo just get really buff again. I'm going to say it every year, Matty. Say it yeah. every year. Yeah, um, these, these jokes are right themselves. <laughs> Do you think Chelsea... Trimist has been. Trimist, you've been? been playing yeah, footy he's... twice a week up here. That's good. I, went I the night blew in... my calf off the other day. My, my calf pretty much blew up as I was walking. I wasn't even running. I was walking back to the... I was on a hat-trick, Matty. Bang two two in. Waiting for the third. It was coming. And then I was walking back to the centre circle and my calf just popped. Agony. He plays in a really nice over-60s game on a Thursday (laughs) night. (laughs) At least it's not walking football, which is the next step, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. A friend of mine started playing walking football. Which he 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 recommends because he, his claim was that you know if you're a skillful player it means you you know suddenly you get your you get your platform. What? <laughs> How does that work? That is ridiculous. <laughs> it's like well, you tell yourself that if that's if that's I what just, you think. How old skillful is he? player? But you walk in. He is. He's just turned fifty, but he's got really bad legs. From skiing, oh, okay. so he's you know he's had like really he's good skier. He's had uh, what I'm going to say is it's our mutual friend Kami Zaram, Tim, who oh, you, okay. you would know from uh, from 
Kendall. In fact, you did yeah. Snow Night this year. How was that? Did Snow Night this year. Um, little segue. Really nerve wracking. Really, no. I was telling, I was telling Kendall this. It's kind of. It's a big crowd. How, it's a big crowd, but it's also, and I don't. This is going to come across so wanky. It's our crowd, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It, it's. It, you're not going to a. It's not like ho- hosting a freestyle motocross show at Litchfield Cathedral where nobody knows who you are. Have it's you done that? These... I have once, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say, surely you can't have made that up. <laughs> I, ironically, ironically, I did know quite a lot of people there because I went to school in Litchfield. No, it's... Wasn't Litchfield where we went for your fourth year? Yeah, well, I got kicked yeah. out of Weatherspoons. The only time I've been kicked out of a pub. Me and Christian did magic mushrooms and we ended up in that fucking Weatherspoons. And my, oh God, my that God, was, that was pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> right, so you... was in there, wasn't he? Kevin Phillips was in there that night. God, I don't remember Football that. Footballer Kevin Phillips. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure that, that knowledge would have been my friend that night, to be honest. But um... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right, so... But, so yeah, it's skip, just quite... Skipping over the... The Litchfield Cathedral gig, back to Snow Night. Just found it quite, um, I found it quite nerve wracking because it, it's an educated crowd that arguably knows more than you do about the world of action sports, and you 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 can't really rest on your rest on your laurels, can you? You've just got to. They kind of know who you are, I guess, and I'd, that sounds really big headed, but it's it's our it's our world isn't it it's skiers and snowboarders and mountaineers and people that love the outdoors and so it's quite a um but but a but a lovely crowd and everybody frothing you know really up for it and so in in that respect it was good but also i had to work with lauren mccallum and she'd like she'd get i'd add three cans of punk ipa before i even got to got inside the building and she's as quickly as you're drinking them she's on the next one she's like you need these for dutch courage you need these like, <laughs> absolutely hammered by the time i walked on stage i was plastered wow fucking hell i wouldn't fancy that yeah. um and kendall's a good laugh in it is that the first time you've been yeah i went yeah i've been to the i've been to the mountain festival years ago but i, I couldn't really remember it properly but yeah, I mean, just to see how many people and events and venues and all the parties and exhibitions and loads of stuff going on. I've really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Great, great weekend. Yeah, it's good. I, I enjoy it. It's become quite a big, big thing now, isn't it, really? But yeah, it was uh, it was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. You didn't fancy going up for the film, Gand, because obviously your film was showing at, at Kendall. With the plan, we were we were planned to go. Um, we were going to go and then. You're a bit hot again there. Oh, sorry. Five miles away. How's that? Better? That's, that's better, yeah. Um, yeah, we were going to go, and then it was... Because uh, I really... You know, I was keen to see the festival, and, but I really wanted to see the film on a big screen, really. I'd not seen it on a big screen, but it turned out that we couldn't go to the viewings of the film. So we... Uh, it would have been a bit of a trek to go up because it was for, you know, people who had tickets for the for the films get kind of first come and and then the people who make the films don't get to go to the viewings so it would have been quite a bit of a trek to take the whole family up and then to not be able to go watch it so we kind of didn't make it in the end but shame we'll head up one day yeah and so apart from the getting buff thing then so have you got any work projects coming up or what's next um potentially um 
I'm not sure if I, I, I don't think I'm meant to say anything yet. And do you know what? I'm not going to say anything because go on. If, no, because if you do, no, because if you say it, then it doesn't happen, and you look like a fool. So well, that's what I've been like. With, that's what I've been like with that documentary. That's why I've been. Yeah. You don't want to jinx it, dear. Do you know what? No, though? you don't want to jinx so, it. Are you doing it? Nah, but this is so. This is I've got. I can change your lives, guys. Like Matt was saying earlier about just accepting the fact that it's never going to be finished gives you that moment of realization and that moment of kind of almost the relief you get. You get to able. You get to be able to relax. This is what you've got to think with projects like this that might not happen is a friend of mine, Radzi, we you all know Radzi, Chinyanganya, TV presenter. I was telling him about a gig. I went, I don't really want to say too much because it might not happen. He went, well, where's the fun in that? Where? He went, no. He went, absolutely. Tell everybody. Enjoy the moments because invariably it's not going to happen. And then you're <laughs> not going to have had any fun anyway. So, I, so that's tell, my so, new thing. So, so tell us, Gav. What is it? <laughs> no, not going to. Because I know exactly what Radzi was talking about, and it was, and it, <laughs> and that was famous first words that we talked about. Yeah, that about. was that was famous then, first words. And then that didn't happen. That, that never happened. That never happened. I had all. loads of I had a load of good time telling loads of people that we were going to have famous first words on telly, and it never happened. So was that this year? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah. really? So come on, talk us through that. Well, we got really close. We got really close. We got kind of well, like, not that close. Close-ish. I mean, we had the. Did you get past the, the? Did you get past? Sorry to jump into it. Did you get past the cycle of like meetings for meetings' sake? You know, did it? Were there were the meetings that you were having actually like all right, they're actually serious rather than those meetings no, that you have? No, where, we didn't get no, that far. We didn't get meetings. <laughs> we had the this entertainment commissioner from BBC dancing on the table at one of our gigs. You know, and they were they were discussing it, and the the production company had had. Um, oh, that's that sounds like worth getting excited about though it yeah, was it was exciting option but it weren't it, worth telling anyone it around it. and you know they were they were speaking with the bbc and the, that woman that would came the woman that had been to our show from the bbc from the entertainment team took our show to their round table discussions so it, it got to a point where they were talking about it within the bbc circles but i think again just timing and circumstance and TV this year just went on its ass. They it? went with another show, basically, another music show. That well, they already had it. It was already in the pipeline at that point. What's that one? Do you know? I can't remember what it was That's called. My Jam That's My with Jam with Mo Gilligan, which panned. Really? I saw it. Yeah. It was called That's My Jam. Um, and it was basically a, a music show with loads of different elements. So it's kind of like a name that tune, a sing the next line uh, this or that you know loads of different elements but the famous first words the the intro was one of the sections of it of the show but it panned because they filmed it in america it's an american show i believe that right. they filmed in america and what they did was they took mo gilligan and all the d-list british celebrities over to la to film it and they basically just switched out the american host and american players with the british ones but kept it in front of an american audience so the american audience didn't know who mo gilligan was they didn't know who that's a bit weird ricky was off eastenders and so what they basically ended up with um just there was no atmosphere there's no vibe to the show right if you oh, ever well. watched it i watched it it was a bit rubbish maybe they'll revisit then you never know you never know well that was it yeah it was yeah, but that was, I remember, you got quite excited about telling people. <laughs> I remember, Told everyone. I remember Radzi's ethos. I was like, nah, I'm not down with that. 
Not for me. Not for me, no. Clive. <laughs> no. <laughs> so What's you're not your... going to tell us? No, I'm not. I'm not going to. Yeah, no, fair. Fair, I respect that. It's annoying, um, but I respect it. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But other Timo? than that, I mean, resolutions. Yeah, I don't know. Get a house. Do you make... Do you... Yeah, that, I mean, that's a good one. That's yeah. definitely a good one. Yeah. I'm pretty keen about just getting a bit settled, really. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to go snowboarding more. Defo. What are you going to do? Mean, what trips? I'm going to go to Scotland in Jan to see Leslie and do that. Go go splitboarding. Mm. Uh, Ooh, when are you going? Uh, the 27th and the 28th of um, January. Uh, I'm, I'm doing it for a story, actually. Got, got dusted off the old journalism hat um, nice. for that one. Um, and then I just got invited on a trip to Japan, excitingly enough. Wowzers. Um, um, which is, sounds a bit too good to be true. It's like um, ski touring Mount Fuji or split boarding Mount Fuji. Oh, man. Um, so I'm obviously going to try and do that because <laughs> that'd be pretty fun. That'd be pretty epic. Didn't a few guys die on mount fuji last year a couple of guys fell off it didn't they slid pretty icy um, well i probably won't probably won't tell lima and my mum about that yeah um make sure you got a guide yeah there's gonna be a guide and then what else i gotta go to verbier in february to do a like a live interview thing so i have a couple of days in verbier um, that sounds wicked. Yeah, I did natural selection again, and I I kind of said, like for payment, can you pay for me knowing to go to Revelstoke for it? But I don't know if I'm going to do that now. Um, maybe I will. I don't know. Um, do you need us to go instead? I should go instead. Well, you should. Could you not pitch Ski Sunday um, to do that? Unfortunately, Ski Sunday, and again, being kind of on. Kendall's wavelength of not saying too much, but I'm going to say it anyway because I'm a renegade. Um, they've had their budgets decimated, so they've oh really? Yeah. So Ski Sunday has gone. What was already a threadbare show anyway, anyway, made for about fifty-eight pounds per episode. They've, they've, I think they've lost. I don't know how much. Loads, lo- like an astronomical amount. I'm sure Eddie will tell you. Um, so I've done one feature already. Well, I, I'm only doing one feature this year, which I've done. And that was um, uh, with the charity snow camp. Yeah, yeah. I remember. So yeah. Yeah, with some of the guys that have come through the ranks at snow camp charity, which is a, it's a, a charity for disadvantaged youth to get them into skiing and snowboarding, show them the mountains and yeah. the way of the shred. Um, yeah, it's great yeah, that charity. It's been going you know, years as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's been going years. Really, really good charity. And the guy at the helm, a guy called Dan, proper legend. You know, season air back in the day changed his life, and he wants to ski in the snowboard to help change other people's lives. So yeah, I've done that feature on that already, um, and I know that Ski Sunday are basically a lot of the features where Ed and Shemi would say, and now we're going off to Italy to take a look at the whatever. They're all doing it now in the resorts. So a lot of the features, I think basically we're going to get 
taught how to do backflips and 180s by Ed a lot more <laughs> in every episode. Um, wow, that's quite a big thing, isn't it? Yeah. That's a bit of a shame. Because it, it is because it, it's... It, it's, you know, I mean, you know what ski and snowboarding is like. They're kind of crying out for exposure for all these companies. They've got a lot of things to kind of, dare I say, give away. But the BBC being part of the taxpayers' money, they can't accept anything for free. So everything you see on film, like Ed and Shemi's lift passes have been paid for. They have to pay for hotels. They have to pay for travel. But things like the ski train coming up and... um all these ski resorts that have marketing budgets that would love Ski Sunday to be there yeah. filming, they can't accept any freebies. So it just means that even though there's so much on offer to go and do all these incredible features, they, they can't accept anything for free. They have to pay for it all. That's yeah, that is a bit of a bit of a bit of a strange one, that isn't it? Because like yeah. you say, that's just how the media works, apart from the BBC. <laughs> yeah basically yeah um so is that so you're, you're not doing it basically apart no from this no thing. not doing not doing anything and, and i know they just wouldn't have the budget to do anything on um ski sunday yeah um, but i'm gonna be i'll be out in lax with ed which will be fun in, so i'm gonna in go Jan. The, in january the lax open me and eddie on commentary duties which will nice. be really looking forward to that yeah that's always I'm, that always looks like a good gig yeah and then spring battle in March, I'll be doing that um, in the absence of Henry Jackson. Spring it's, battle, uh, what's that? That's Absolute Park in Flacow, where they oh, kind yeah. of have at the end of the season, once the kind of contest season's all done and dusted, they get the best skiers and snowboarders to come and shred through the park. And it's almost like a, a week-long session, and then they edit together the best runs and best tricks throughout the week. And then... What's Henry Do doing? Like, I thought he'd be all yeah. over that. I can't say. He's, wow. His wife's pregnant. <laughs> it's a secret. Don't tell no, anyone, anyone. No one will listen to this. No one yeah. listens to this. No, no one listens to this. It's fine. It's fine. Um, well, let me put a date in your diary. It's a bit... It's a, it's a while away. But in, in two short years, I'm going to be 50 years old. Whoa. What are we doing? Well, I'm thinking that we try and do a massive trip to Japan. Yeah. Um, oh, my God, yeah. Because I was going to, I've been thinking about, so first I was like Bald Face Lodge, and then, it, and then it's just crazy expensive. And obviously not everyone's going to be able to do that. And then I, and then I chatted to Stentiford and, to give him his full title. And he, um, he said, why don't you come to Georgia? Because um, they do this trip to Georgia, which does sound really sick. Him and... Um, Neil McNair, but I think they've only got like 12 spots. Um, and I reckon there'd be quite a few people up for doing something. So um, I think I thought like the Japan trip that John Dragon organizes is, is so fun. Cause you basically have a couple of days in Tokyo, either on the way there or on the way back. And then you fly up to Sapporo and then um, in Niseko, uh, where we've been Gend, obviously, mm. um, there's now like a little kind of purpose-built village just outside the town and all these little houses and they're, they're, they're rad, like they're really fun. So you can hire one of them, um, which is what John does. And then a few years ago, we I went over with some family and we hired one next door. And then from there, you could just go off and, and go, you know, do your thing. Um, and it's, Wicked. yeah. So just put, I just, good. 
I just plant that seed. It's two years away. But um start saving. You need be that two you need that two years saving. It'll be here quick. Yeah. It will. Yeah. That's the thing. That when you said two years, I was like, that that'll that's just not that far away. Yeah. 50. They go quick now, don't they? Mm. Them years. 50 is a bit serious, isn't it? It's yeah. a bit close to 60 for my liking. Yeah. Really. <laughs> Jeez. 50 yeah. the new 30, mate. Apparently so. That's what everyone yeah. who just turned 50 keeps telling me. <laughs> yeah. You, is that your mate that's walking, doing the walking football? The <laughs> 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 thing is, walking football, I don't Joke. understand how you get the instinct, how the instinct to run for a ball just leap like you just like if a ball if you're through on goal and the ball's there and it's like 50 50 between you and the keeper you're gonna run for that ball how yeah, do no, you you're gonna run? do you're gonna do the old because you physically Olympic. can't run you're gonna do you the physically old... can't run again olympic like ass waddle aren't you that's what everyone yeah, but does. i think even though if you say if you haven't ran in years you're still gonna like go do it and then you'll you might fall over or something if you're not pop a calf like you did the pop other it, night yeah, pop your calf yeah, I'm, I'm, I remain, I remain oh, to be, I remain to be convinced on the walking football, but you know, we're, it, it'll, it'll you're nowhere near us, that, Matty. You're nowhere it'll, near that. It'll happen to all of us. Um, all right, question three. I just actually before we get to question three, I just remembered another good film that I watched, RoboCop. I watched it on Saturday night. I listened to what, this the original, really, the original. I listened to this oh, yeah. really good um, podcast with Paul Verhoeven, like the guy that directed it, about. Which you you boys would love actually, because it was about um, uh, RoboCop, um, Starship Troopers, and what's the Arnie one called? Total um, Recall. Total Recall. Um, and it was brilliant. It was a great podcast. And then I was, I've got a dodgy Fire Stick at the minute, um, so it, it's literally got every film ever on it. So I was like, oh, I'm going to watch RoboCop. Still stands up. I bet it does. It's still fucking grim. Real was, grim. I can. Re- I was young when so that first came grim. out, and I can remember watching him in the acid. Yeah, and I, and I and I and I was watching it the night, thinking, "I was eleven when I saw this." Yeah, <laughs> I think I just saw bits of it at first yeah. at school. Someone had it on video. Well, it was like it was like legendary at school, wasn't it? Like yeah, the legendary. Two, the two scenes, it they were like they were the talk of school, weren't they? You know, he gets his hand shot off, doesn't he? Which is fucking grim as well. Yeah, and then, and then the acid scene. Um, yeah. Anyway, add it to your festive um, Christmas playlist. Boys. I get, There's I, on the triple bill. Just very now. quickly, <laughs> I'll tell you what was more harrowing that is when they is when Ed two oh nine malfunctions and kills everyone in the boardroom. Is that's quite that funny. Is, that's quite yeah. funny though, because it is a comedy. That's the thing that obviously I didn't realize when I was eleven. It's actually a comedy, like it's a black comedy. Mm. Um, so it's quite interesting watching it from as a grown up. I mean, there's a lot of those '80s films like that. That because because like thinking back, you watched a lot of very violent films, didn't you, as a child in the '80s? Yeah, that you, that you didn't really understand. <laughs> no. Yeah. Hey, and talking of that, that's the, that's another film I watched. Um, the Sliced Alone documentary. Oh, it's really, brilliant! I love. Yeah, I thought it was really great. Good. That. Yeah, yeah, me too. I haven't watched it, that yet. Because it because it's really him as a writer, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's I, I, him as a as a person. It's him as a that you, you you just don't expect. He's got layers, and he's sensitive, isn't he? And he's like really susceptible to criticism and everything. Yeah, it's... I was I was with that film until 
they start going on about like how the Expendables is like this great commentary on you know oh, like yeah. obviously with like Rocky and Rambo and a lot of his a lot of his you know you can make that case for him being like a proper artist but then when he starts getting into like you know his later career I was a bit like mm. but the Arnie Doc's good have you seen that no oh you gotta watch that that's on Netflix yeah. that's really good. Yeah, there you go. You, you, your watch list is growing for Christmas. Growing by the... Yeah, in half. Massive. Right. Question three. Um, actually, I'll go last on the questions. Who's Who wants to go first? Mine's a bit boring, so I'll go for mine. Which film won the Academy Award for Best Picture in 2004? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Keeping it current. 2004? I, it is multiple choice. Do you want the... No. Matt. Go on. Road to Perdition. No. Tim. The King's Speech. No. Now it's later. Was it? Way yeah. later, King's Speech. That was like 2012 or something. Yeah. 2004. The yeah. Notebook. No. That didn't win the Oscar for Best Picture. Come on, do you want the multiple choices? Yeah, go on, multiple choice. No, and then no. You can each have a guess each at the multiple choices. Go on, then. Was it Million Dollar Baby, Sideways, Finding Neverland, or The Aviator? What are them one best? Really? Uh, it's Million Dollar Baby, Tim. Million Dollar Baby. Matt, what's your guess? The Aviator. Although I know that's wrong. The point goes to Tim. Million Dollar Baby. I cannot believe that one. Is that the boxing one with Hillary Swank? Getting a neck snapped on that. That's a a horrific horrific scene. scene. No spoilers, though. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Tim's third and final quiz question. Hang on, so I'm on two and a half. Just updating my score sheet here, lads. Uh, Tim's quiz question number three. The Pogues frontman, Shane McGowan, died at the end of November, age 65, with their Christmas classic, Fairy Tale of New York, inexplicably never have been number one, never having been number one in the UK charts. But since its conception in 1985, how many Se- times has seven. it been in the UK top 20? 1987, but anyway. Well, it started um, in 1985. That in, since its conception, it was released in '87. Oh, it I went see. through some rewrites. How many times has it been in the top ten? Twenty. How many times has it been in the UK top twenty since 1985? Well, '97 because it was released. Matt, go every year. No. How many is that? Twenty-six. No, I'm going to say fifteen times. <sighs> Hold for suspense. Drum roll. It's been in the UK top 20 20 times. Oh, wow. So that's the point so, for me, sure. So hang on, that's closer to me. Closer to Gendel, because Gendel said 15. 15 and you said 26. However, it's odds on favourite to be number one this Christmas, which would make it 21. <laughs> <laughs> and this comes out after Christmas, so I don't, I don't I think mind. Matt wins that one. Matt no, I don't. No, no, no. Uh, don't give me any fucking sympathy vote. I don't mind. I don't yeah, mind. Gendel wins. I'll tell, tell you what, Matt. Tell you what, Matt. You can take the point 
if you can tell me which Hollywood actor is in the music video to that song. Oh my God, that's a great oh, question. I, I know this. Johnny Depp. Nope. No. Tim. Go on. Her off friends. Courtney no. Cox. No. Nah. Tom Waits. No. It's a woman, isn't it? No, it's a man. That's what I said, a man. Um, no, no me. idea. Go on. Matt Dillon. Oh. Plays a cop. Ah, heyday. Mm. Have you seen Nick Cave performing at his funeral? No. No. I should watch that. Not a dry eye in the house. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. It's really good. Yeah. Fair play to him for being able to do that because they were close friends. But yeah, it's really good. Definitely worth a watch. Um, okay, final question from me. Very topical, this one. As in over the weekend. <laughs> 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 um, why is um, Lady, I believe it's Lady anyway, Michelle Moan in the news? Tim. Tim. Because she repeatedly denied making any money from the PPE scandal, and yet she has just come out and finally admitted that she made shitloads of money from she the just PPE did a, scandal. Yeah, you get the point. She just did a, a, a Prince Andrew, didn't she? She gave did the, a Prince Andrew. Gave the most car crash interview. Um, yeah, it's remarkable. Did you watch any of that? Uh, only the highlights. No, I've seen anything. The, the news website. It's just kind of funny because it's just like really rich people who've been caught lying, bang to rights as well. Because, I mean, she even says like, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking really because I was obviously lying and everyone knew I was lying. Um, but I didn't, you know, she comes out with this sort of cock and bull story. Um, and then the guy, her husband is like, well, you know, what pretty much goes like, well, what do you expect? We're rich. Like we get to make loads of money. <laughs> it's like, and that's that's their PR um, attempt to to get themselves out of a hole um yeah wow it's, it's quite shocking really well it's quite funny really um but yeah can you tell i was scrabbling around for questions this morning <laughs> i think we all were weren't we like mine were quite good weren't they all linked perfectly to this your one. your twos your twos were good but mine you know like what was in the news this week <laughs> <laughs> see you at least you tried to go current though that's fair yeah enough. So did yeah. I? I won then. I won the quiz. Did of you? The year. Yeah, you did. You got four point five. Mm. Gendo got three point five. I got one. As is, an, as is another tradition. I it is a bit of a tradition. Quiz. You underperforming in the quiz, isn't it? Do you want? Um, I've got another question. If you want it, just quickly. Go on. How go on, many then. times has Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas" been number one in the UK? Uh, once. Six times. Zero. It's never wow. been number one. Do you know what? I remember the first time I remember the year that came out. I watched it on the chart show. Remember the chart show Saturday afternoon? Yeah, yeah. Love I remember that it show. Saturday afternoon, saw that come out, and I was like, that's gonna be a hit. I was like, we'll still <laughs> I was like, like like the guy like the guy in the Kit Kat. <laughs> Snaps a Kit Kat. I saw the potential in that song on the chart show. Yeah. It's, it's well, older, isn't it? That's a that's a it's a really old song now. You forget how long that. Yeah, yeah. Is again, we are ninety five. Again, we are old. The rumors are true. While doing the research for the UK Christmas number ones, I did find out that um, 
unfortunately, Rolf Harris has had a number one. Um, mm. Oh, downer. Don't hear about him. On that note. Anymore, <laughs> <laughs> no, final one. Final question then before we wrap it up, boys. And I wish you a Merry on. Christmas. Predictions for Euro 2024. <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. Actually, right. Two, no, two questions. Two questions. It's the final against Germany. Who's playing? What, the whole team? Who's in the 11? Oh, my God. I mean, Matty, come on. <laughs> definitely All right, we'll take Alex van der Arnold in the middle. Really? I think he's, yeah, because I just think he's got the tenacity and the flair. In the middle, in the middle, in the final. Are you, are you insane? No. No, no, no. Right wing. Right wing. No. Yeah. All I care about is that Bellingham and Kane are in that final. If Bellingham and Kane are in that final, we got a chance. We've got, we've got a chance. I love the fact we're assuming yeah. we're going to be in the final. Anyway, well, we'll, we'll take. We'll take. As long as Henderson is nowhere near it. Yeah, surely you can't play. Yeah, you're going to go. Alvin Phillips. You're going to go. You're going to try and go over. Oh, I, I would love to go. It'd be amazing to go for one. We should make predictions here because then it'd be set in stone. I'm going to predict. So it's set in history on this podcast that Harry Maguire will score the winning header in the Euros final. <laughs> That's a bit like what I was like before um, United-Liverpool yesterday. <laughs> yeah. But well, I honestly Maguire. see... I, I see... I see he's got... He's a big game player. He always steps up for England. He's apart got from, that. Apart from the quarterfinal against France in the World Cup when he lost um, Giroud for the header that won. But apart from that... Apart yeah. from that... <laughs> Everyone always forgets how good his penalty was in the final at Wembley as well. He banged that. Remember that penalty he scored? Yeah, that was brilliant. He banged it in the top corner. I was like, anyone who who goes top bins in the final in a shootout at Wembley is a cop. Like, that's got something about it. Perfect hand height. I am. Yeah. Hand height in the middle. Yeah. Um, Well, on that, so final one then, very, very final one Christmas plans. You're going to be in Nottingham, Gand, are you? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Camilla's mom and dad's, and my mom and dad and sister are coming over. So nice. Gonna be, it's going to be a really good day. Yeah, it'll be great. Can't wait. Nice. We'll get get Oppenheimer ready for him. Yeah, well, well. Straight, <laughs> right, straight after the King's speech. Right, guys, got a movie lined up. <laughs> so after Robocop. Yeah. <laughs> Robocop and Oppenheimer. Yeah. We've got, um, we're going to, ha- we're down in Cambridge. Uh, it's our turn to travel this year. So we're going to load up the car with. No doubt, all the kids, a load of toys with half bits missing to them, so you can't actually play it. Um, and yeah, down to Cambridge, all the family down there, which would be nice. What are you doing, Matty? Go to France on Wednesday. Nice. So I'm going to be at Lima's parents. Um, yeah, it would be good. Did yeah, you give us your resolution this year? What's the resolution? I don't. I don't really. I don't. I don't think I've got one this year. No. I'm getting no. buff as well. Yeah, we'll all <laughs> yeah. just get buff. We'll all get just get buff. buff. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. start the press up? I'm serious. Do you want to start the press up plan on 1st of Jan? We'll start the press ups by doing 10 Matt, a day. It's been great. It's, Thanks no, no, so guys, much. Guys, <laughs> hit me out on this. And then press we can see. Well, all we'll do, we'll do, we'll do 10, we'll do, we'll do 10 a day. 10 a day. Every day. And then we'll see next year when we do this podcast <laughs> who kept going the longest. <laughs> When we'll see next year, when we're ten a day, what, you're scared of ten. You're scared, no, but <laughs> you're shirtless at the next. It just doesn't seem very many. 
No, but then you go, you go up. You have to start like in February. Then we'll go to twenty a day, and in March we'll go to thirty a day, and we'll see how long we go. So we then, do, doing a hundred and twenty a day. Well, we don't have to. No, we don't have to jump up that quick. <laughs> we'll get to a comfortable number, and then we'll stick at that. But the point is, boys, we'll all be in it together, and we can start this thing together. You with yeah, me? Yeah, we'll definitely. All right, that's my New Year's resolution. That's what I'm going to do. Right, on, on, on January 1st, I'm going to send you and go, have you done your 10, 10 today? <laughs> well, we just meet on FaceTime, don't we? Surely. We no, no, because no, you, you, can't, you can't all do it together because it, it schedules different. You've that wouldn't be to, weird at all. You've just got to tick off on the, on the WhatsApp group. Just say, done them. Done my 10. Oh, do a when poll, a daily poll on the WhatsApp yeah, group. Have you done them? Yeah. 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 Oh, this no. is good. This is good that we've oh, started God. this. What have we started? We are going to be so buff this time next year, boys. <laughs> Either that or have boobs by November. You were moaning the other day, Tim, about your jiggling. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't plan on getting rid of my jiggling boobs by doing press-ups. That's the best way to firm your chest up. I mean, it's got a point, unless you get one of those like old school... I can't do (laughs) press-ups because my wrists are bad. (laughs) Because of my arthritis. I can't really do... Yeah, maybe I could, actually. You could do 10. Right, January 1st, boys. 10. Okay. And on that festive right. bombshell. There you go. Merry Christmas, fellas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas, Timo. Um, Hope to see you soon for a, a proper in, in-person in uh, good old chinwag, Matty. Yeah. And for some press-ups, yeah. Yeah. Some press-ups. So there you go. That was my festive special with Tim and Gendel. And that was another year in looking sideways. I am nearly seven years into this, which is pretty amazing. So thank you so much to everybody who continues to visit my little corner of the internet and support what I do, especially the legions. And I don't think that word is overdoing it of paid subscribing legends who've probably got stuck into it this year. So I launched paid subscriptions back in January. Really not sure how it would go. Um, And it has been brilliant, to be honest, a proper vote of confidence in what I'm doing. When I was thinking about it, somebody else on Substack said to me, look, the thing is, especially with what you do, people um, will just want to support it um, regardless. So don't overthink it. And I didn't overthink it. And I'm really glad. Um, So thanks again. It's got me writing regularly. It's generally enabled me to expand the Looking Sideways universe in new and unexpected ways. So thank you very much for that. Now, I actually just dug out Housekeeping Corner from last year to see what my predictions to 23 were. And I've got them here. And here's what I said. Got a really interesting project with Calm that I'm planning. And I'm hoping to get out to Ventura to record a special series of Type 2. I'm soon, I'm also going to be spending, sorry, it's my terrible writing. I'm also going to be spending way more time in Normandy working on the house and exploring that coastline. Um, Well, the calm thing didn't work out. And I've also given up the idea of looking sideways live, which is something that's come for a few years, mainly because it's one of those ideas. I just didn't get off the ground and now it's time has passed and it's in the box marked good ideas I didn't get off the ground one thing I've realized over the years is that for every idea you have probably one in ten actually comes to fruition and that's fine it's all part of it Um, and that type two project I mentioned here turned into the documentary I discussed in the show with Tim and Gendel so that was nice and of course France as I also explained has been amazing so I won't go into that anymore here because I went into that in some detail during that conversation but as ever I've been lucky enough to have a year packed with memorable experiences ongoing friendships, incredible conversations and nourishing creative moments. My day job at All Conditions Media continues to be a constant learning curve, even after 17 years. This year was probably, well, definitely the most challenging year we've ever had. Um, But what stands out is the brilliance and dedication of the team I'm looking enough to work with. 
and um, who continue to support me and Jojo and what we're trying to accomplish, which isn't at all easy. They're endlessly creative, professional, forward thinking, and we appreciate each and every one of them. Elsewhere, I was lucky enough to have some very fun trips this year, Ventura and Cornwall in February, Gozo in April, and to also see lots of different friends from around the world at different moments, Esme in LA, Christina in London, Brissick in Topanga, Ed at the Wave. I did more live shows than ever, including an interview with Burkhard in London for DB, a couple of shows for Finisterre, and two really fun specials at the London Surf Film Festival and Kendall. I also started taking the mentoring I've been doing unofficially for years a little bit more seriously, and I enjoyed that very much. Um, if that's something you might potentially be interested in, then give me a shout. I was also Another highlight, really chuffed to see the DB Fund come further to life, with both projects developing to the point where we were able to show a rough cut of turning tides at the London Surf Film Festival. So huge thanks to Chris and Demi for that one. So it's been another packed and busy year. I'm now in France for a couple of weeks where I'll be doing some more work on the house, taking some time off and hanging out with family, friends, Peg and Boog. Plans for 24? finish this motherfucking doc and take it from there and keep working on the house so once again huge thank you to everyone who supported what i do this year with looking sideways it is very appreciated merry christmas everyone i'll see you on the other side nice one